All right. Hi, guys. How's it going? Um, I got a really special treat right now. I have Emily Flack. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep trying to... <laughs> I keep trying to put your middle name in there, and I keep stumbling over it, and I apologize. It's Emily Jean Flack. Um, she's a really awesome artist. I was expecting to talk to her just a little bit later in the day, but um, she's here right now, and thank you so much for taking the time and, and giving the call. No problem. Thanks for uh, having me. <laughs> and um, so uh, I'd really like to we'll, – we'll talk about the, the, the really important stuff first. Um, so you've got oh, – yeah. how does everybody get a hold of you? Um, how do we listen to your music? That sort of stuff. We'll we'll start there. Well, um, sorry. You know what? It's so funny. I'm just going to pull disclosure right now. I'm uh, literally I'm in Germany right now, and I'm in the, I'm in the venue. It's so, so the hallways are a bit um, echoey. That's okay. Uh, so no. Um, how do people get a hold of my music? They get a hold of my music by going to Spotify. Then you get a um, a hold of my music by going to my website. Um, I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, and yeah, and I guess just, uh, yeah, go listen to the music, Spotify, website, all the rest. My stuff's there. So. Perfect. That's, yeah. That, that covered both questions in one go. Um, <laughs> and you just released them. Um, oh. What was it? Uh, the first single came out in September of 2018. The album itself hit relatively recently. I don't have my dates in front of me. Um, yeah, no, I, I released my first track there in September, Another Year Gone By, and then released another single in January, Tread Softly, mm-hmm. and then the whole EP came out um, in March, and uh, it's full forces ahead <laughs> with the five tracks now. So. And Oh, there's there's so much I want to get into, but uh, it's available on Spotify. Yeah. Everybody, please go check it out. It is actually a really great album. Um, I grew up listening Thank to this to, to to this type of music, so it was really a lot like uh, Homecoming, listening to it. Wow, that's awesome. That's so, great. So, and and you grew up in in that sort of Irish pop, traditional Irish music uh, household. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So my um, my mom's musician. Um, she is one of the members of the band, the Canadian band Leahy. Mm-hmm. And so I, for sure, like, there's no cliche in it. I grew up listening and playing music. It was just in the house. Uh, Dad's also quite um, a musical and a serious music lover. And so we just always had it around us. And it wasn't just Celtic. Um, we listened to everything as a family, um, from pop to lots of country, lots of bluegrass, mm-hmm. classical. I was also... Um, like I studied classical and was in choir um, and classical piano, even though I was the most horrendous student. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did do it. And uh, it's a very eclectic kind of upbringing with regards to music and such. So I think that really feeds into what I do, even though I probably don't realize it. So, And that, yeah. that leads me into, with, with such that musical upbringing and, and growing up in there, you chose to go to university for the humanities. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was originally going to become a, a school teacher, and um, yeah, like I love to teach as well. Like I, I teach music um, mm-hmm. now. I'm teaching a little bit there at the University of Limerick, and mm-hmm. have done it privately. And so teaching's always been another passion of mine. So originally it was yeah, I wanted to go into that and have music kind of on the not on the side, but have it as a backup. And I, I think it was during definitely my university years in Toronto that the writing really took off for me, probably as an outlet um, to the studies, because it was not the most unstressful 
time. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I just kind of realized this is something I think I really need to do. So, yeah. And that leads into it. You 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 decided to go and do your masters in Ireland. Um, yes. In yeah. in in classical Irish music. Well, I'm not classical in traditional traditional, traditional Irish. So, I apologize. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, no. So, but there'd be it's it, it's funny you say classical because as much as we think traditional Celtic music, it's this wild free art. There's actually a lot of um, formality to it and mm-hmm. subtlety and even um, technique. And so it was just sad to I didn't expect that as much going in. But when I did go and study at the Irish World Academy in Limerick. Um, and that's where I teach now. Like it's just amazing how much, how much there is to learn from the tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Anyway, and, good. <laughs> well, and, and you you talked about um, you know you started doing your writing in your undergrad. Um, how much yeah. how much of that writing made it through, and how much of it sort of changed once you started, you know, doing mm-hmm. your masters and getting more into that realm of of. You know, Great question, yeah. Well, I have to say, I was, I've been writing since I was, I don't know how old. Like, it's always kind of running around the house, making up songs, all the rest. Like, that. I've always been writing songs. Um, but then, yeah, I, let me think, let me think. Like, I'm going to say one and a half songs, but not even. Like, elements of what I was writing when I was in university definitely did make it on CEP. Like, there's the one song, one word. It started in Toronto, and then I brought it to the the lab in Belfast, um, yeah, like a few years later, and we finished the song. And so, uh, and then Pete Wallace, who produced the album, and then Pete McCauley, who's another amazing writer and performer um, in Belfast. And so, um, really awesome to see how the song, you know, you let them grow, give them the time to grow. Some people see writing as this thing where you just have to power through and finish it. I'm not much like that. I like to let things sit if they need to sit. <laughs> mm. And I'm really glad I did because then these collaborations are able to take place. And, oh, yeah. It was really like an organic, a really organic process making this, this record. So I hope that is conveyed. It is, and 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 you're, you're segueing quite nicely for me. I don't have to do any work. Um, oh God! Um, how? Like how? That's the problem. Oh no, it's not a problem for the radio. It's great. <laughs> how? How has the? How was the the recording process for this album? Um, where right. was it recorded? Um, how did you go into it? What was you know like? Where were you at for this one? Both physically. It's so and funny. Um, yeah, like, so I, I was touring, I'll go right back, I was touring with Natalie McMaster, who would be my aunt, um, aunt by marriage. Um, yeah, I was touring with her in the States at Dublin Irish Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were, there. you know, you go to those festivals and stuff, and there's a circuit, and so often similar bands are there. So eventually when we got to Dublin Irish Fest, um, our group connected finally with this other group, McPeak, um, they're a band from Belfast. Pete Wallace was the singer um, within that group. And so he and I, we just met formally there and then kept in touch over years. I then later say, okay, I think I'm going to move. Um, and I did to Ireland. And then I contacted him saying, hey, let's meet up just for the second time in our lives face to face. And then the, that one time that I went uh, and listened to him, um, was that when we said, well, why don't we demo some stuff? He'd finished performing with Nick P 
peaked and then was doing more recording and stuff. Um, and so I, I started just because it was literally the most funny, like, chance of a thing to happen. Because we never really, like, set up to, oh, yes, we're going to make the EP. We were just going to try and do some demo work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, my gosh, the moment I got up there, it was just like I was dropped into this extremely musical community, um, unbelievable players and writers and just people up in Belfast. And the music scene is just thriving. So wow. I can't, it's like a day at the spa when I go. <laughs> it's just like my music naturally is organically get made. And so then um, I'm taking a long time to answer this. But then mm. for the most part, the demoing happens, as you know, today, like great studios that are sometimes in the living room. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the capability we have to do that. So literally it's all in Pete's, um, Pete's house. And he lives with a bunch of the musicians, Carl Harvey on bass, Matt Wynn on staff, um, and a bunch of others within within the city. So yeah, in their house, living room. Um, yeah, it was just really organic, and we took a while too. We took about a year to do it. So, um, yeah. Anyway, it was fun. <laughs> no, it, it, and it sounds really awesome. And and I'm and I'm going to um, add just a personal note to it. Um, my mom's actually from just north of Belfast in a place called Ballyclare. Oh so wow! So it's, it's nice to oh, to, hear, to hear from uh, people in the same area. So. Um, <laughs> So, and, and I have to ask, because you, you mentioned it, you're in Germany right now, uh, and you said this I was have. a little bit of a surprise. So, do you, are you okay telling what's going on there? Yeah, no, it was so last minute. So, um, I, I like, I dance as well. Um, I step dance. And so, there was a tour, very good tour, called The Irish Spring. Um, and anyway, they, they, they put different groups out each year and it's kind of a bittersweet situation. The original girl who was dancing, um, she unfortunately injured herself and so I'm good friends with one of the members of um, the band Boxing Banjo, mm-hmm. who's out here now. Bray Box is as well, they're a Scottish band. Um, but anyway, Boxing Banjo, I'm good friends with their guitar player, Sean Omara, and so um, he gave me the call saying, we need a dancer. <laughs> so I'm out here now. <laughs> um, very last minute, I was literally I was playing at the at Juno Fest in Canada mm-hmm. on, I guess it was the 17th in London, Ontario, and then which is where I'm from, or close to where I'm from, I'm from Dorchester. And uh, so I was at Juno Fest and then got the call the day after, then was on, on the flight home to Ireland, and then two days later off to Germany. <laughs> anyway. So it, it's, it's been <laughs> quite busy for you, but I'm, I'm yeah. so glad to see, you know, like things working out. This is really awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know you're really busy. I don't want to keep you too much longer. I really want to thank you for taking the time to uh, to call oh my in God, and say no, hi. This is, this is fine. But I think they have spray box on right now, and they're just finishing their last, well, they're about to go into their last set, and I'm at the very end of that set. So I've got a few minutes. <laughs> awesome. So... Um, again, uh, just, um, I'll, I'll just say, you know, check out Emily and Jean Flack on Facebook, yeah. on, on Spotify, the album's up there. Um, yes, and, yeah. and, and thank you so much for calling in. Um, enjoy the show. Thanks. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I no, no. talk longer, although as you can tell, that might not be the greatest thing because I can't talk for ages. <laughs> so. Well, hopefully we can. Uh, hopefully, the next time you're in Canada, or the next time you have a few moments to think, we'll we'll sit down and have a much longer talk. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. And thanks so much for giving so music. Uh, it means a lot. So oh, not a problem. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to segue into uh, one word. So, 
Thank Wonderful. you. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. I'm All right. sorry. <laughs> no, not a problem. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good one.